High Noon with George Hook. Thanks to ClaytonHotels.com with 17 hotels across Ireland and the UK. All right, uh, I'm joined by the Corporate Communications Manager at Irish Rail, better known, of course, as uh, High Noon's travel expert, Barry Garney. Barry, welcome to the programme. Where are we going? We are going to the northeast of Brazil. We're being quite precise this week. Yes. Well, I can be very precise. I was in the northeast of the USA. Yeah, and actually, I, I say the northeast because... You know, saying we're going to cover Brazil is the equivalent of saying we're going to cover the USA. I mean, they're similarly sized countries. Certainly the contiguous 48 states and Brazil would be about the same size. But you were, yes, you were travelling more recently than I. I I was in uh, Lake Placid, Saranac Lake. Right, Lake Placid. Now, that reminds me of my, the first Winter Olympics I can remember, which was 1980. I was eight years old. Yes. And Lake Placid was just the height of exoticism for me. Now, the interesting thing is Lake Placid also hosted the 1932 Winter okay, Olympics. Okay. And I think I'm correct in saying the only time in Olympic history where the Winter and Summer Olympics were in the same country. In the same year. Yes, yeah, 32 yeah. would have been LA, who yeah, of course is getting right, now yeah. in 2028. Now, yeah. a couple of interesting things I discovered mm. which applied to travel. Okay. okay? Strangely enough, for a fellow who's been renting cars forever, uh-huh. right, I never, and I collect plastic cards for everything. Right, like okay. For hotels, Rack up the trains, points. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Avis mm-hmm. have a thing called Avis Preferred, okay. right? So for the first time ever, I did it. So they have all your info in yeah. your membership, right. including yeah. your driving license, yes. right? Okay. So now when you don't have your penalty points, no. Yeah. <laughs> so when you arrive at the airport, and this is very important. The Avis, it's up on the wall, right. so it says hook, yeah. right? And you now just walk in and choose any car you like. Right. So you don't have to queue at the counter. You don't have to. You do didn't it. have to reserve. Obviously, you have to reserve. Reserve yeah. your Avis preferred number, and then you just walk in and you look up on the yeah. board and it says hook, and then you walk down the lane and pick out anyone you like. Oh right. That's okay. time saved. How I didn't do it for the last. So you're not year. doing all this paperwork nonsense. Nothing done. It's all done. Yeah. You're off. Okay. So, I mean, I how I didn't do it, okay. I have, <laughs> right. like... I'd say I've had a more minimal experience of car hire than you, but I will follow that uh, piece of well, advice. what you do is, obviously, you join something like Avis yeah. Preferred. Then you only hire from Avis, obviously, the yeah. sensible thing. Yeah. But you save so much time. Yeah. Quite incredible. I was amazed. And then... That's half hour, like, at some places. That's what you've saved there. Yeah. You know, so. And the only thing is to get from Boston Airport to Saranac Lake mm. is about half five and a half hours. Okay, okay. And if you choose the wrong time of day, it's about ten. Yes, yes. Because the, the Americans have a predilection, like ourselves, for digging up the road. Uh-huh. And all traveling at the same time. Yes. Can we go to Brazil? We can, absolutely. We'll be traveling some. I presume now we're going to get the girl from Ipanema and the girls on the beach, are we or not? There will be girls on beaches. Yeah. It is actually, by the way, Brazil, just so as you know, and I just this is for you, this is me returning the the favour by giving you some essential information. Brazil is one of the world capitals of cosmetic surgery. So <laughs> don't believe everything you see, George, right, <laughs> when you arrive and you see the girl from Ipanema. But obviously Ipanema Beach is in Rio and as I say, Brazil is massive. We can come We're back. We're not going to we Rio. We can come back to Rio another no day. No girls. Uh, lots of girls, but not in Rio. Okay. We're going to the northeast, right? right? And the northeast is the tropical side of oh, things. Okay. We're up around Salvador and further up. It's diverse. It's colourful. It's historic. And you are getting some of Brazil's best beaches. The 
challenge is getting there, right? Airfares and connections globally are becoming cheaper and easier. Not the case with Brazil. It is still hard to get there. It is still pricey to get there, you're talking. It's hard to get change from 800 euro. Uh, Where do you fly to Rio first? You can fly to Rio or via Sao Paulo a lot of the time. There are the odd European airline that would go into the likes of Recife or, or Fortaleza, but it is difficult. Most of the time you'd be flying through Rio or Sao Paulo. But when you get there, it's a treasure trove for tourists. And a lot of the reason for that, George, is because the northeast, and particularly around Salvador, is the heart of African-influenced Brazil to this day. So when the... Rather than Portuguese, you mean? Yeah, well, I mean, there's a Portuguese who obviously set yeah. foot there first and uh, Salvador itself was the capital of colonial Brazil for over 200 years. It was the second most important city in the Portuguese empire. If you arrive in the dark there, as can be the case in lots of uh, cities, it's a dark and forbidding streetscape and you say, where the hell have I found myself now? But and of course, Dean Barry Kenny, <laughs> you're walking down on your own yes. um, holding Mrs. Kenny's hand who's terrified. She Shaking nervously, but you wake up and you'll find yourself in some of the most magnificent colonial homes which have been turned into guest houses and really? hotels and just high ceilings, views out over the sea uh, from their terraces. Absolutely magnificently preserved in this area called the Pellerino. And the Pellerino in Salvador, uh, it was actually named for the whipping post for slaves in its central plaza. And uh, it, it actually housed the first slave market on the continent of South America. And that's why you have that African influence, because it was the port of intake for all of oh, the, the slaves. So from Guinea or from the other Portuguese uh, colony outposts like Angola and Mozambique, they were bringing them through there. And they were bringing them through to fuel the sugarcane trade and indeed the tobacco trade as well. So very, very important city. Obviously fell into disrepair as a lot of these places do, but has been totally restored, this Pellerino area in the centre in the 1980s and 1990s. I presume the reason we're doing this is because you're recommending it. I have to tell you, I feel starved here. I, I may say having, having been there, having seen some of it, I just want to go back. I want to immerse myself but more But you're not going it. back to sleep on some fellas' couch no, or something. No, I mean, I, George, you're staying in all the way. You're sta- I'm staying in a stately home, which is good value and a good deal. But I'm also staying to hear this pervasive music culture come from the streets, the cobblestone streets and hills yeah. of the Pellerino. Do you remember Paul Simon's album, Rhythm of the Saints? Yes, which it's very, fo- I'm a big fan of Paul Simon. Follow Graceland, The Obvious Child. Do you remember that yeah. the drumming sequence? Musicians from Salvador. Uh, you can actually go and see them. This is the great thing. Not only can you go and see them and see them perform, but you're just wandering around. And next thing you turn the corner and here is a drum troupe just out in the street practicing. Go away. And you know, they're not doing it for the for the tourists to throw money in the cap, although you can if you wish. They are out there practicing. Okay. You can also sign up for the percussion classes if you want to ruin their day <laughs> entirely and ruin their sound. Oh, uh, but it, there's music everywhere. You wander the side streets, you emerge into these large open air stage areas where music goes for hours and hours and you can dance with the Brazilian girls. No. They'll practically drag you this off. This is the, the best news I've heard all day. <laughs> right. uh, but hold a minute now. Before yeah. I get to the Brazilian girls, mm. and I do want to get that. I have no doubt. You keep saying you wander around the streets yes. and you wander down mm. the side streets. Yes. There I, are side streets you don't want to wander Well, I was just going to yes. say, how do you know the difference between the side street that you can go down and the one you can't go I down? I mean, yeah. I'm in awe. Right. Not of your bravery, right. but of your... Survival. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. yeah. No, it, it, I mean, look, there are areas in Salvador, as with any other major Brazilian city, that are unsafe, that are full stop unsafe. Okay. Don't go there. But the Pellerino has been restored 
And it's like anywhere sensible. Don't go down somewhere that's empty. Don't go down somewhere where it looks a little bit dodgy. You know, and if you do find yourself, just turn back in your heels and, and get out of there. You have, obviously, there's an extent of, of begging. Brazil has this huge gap between rich and poor, albeit uh, one that's probably been reduced in recent years. But there's enough going on not to have to find Can we get back areas. to the girls? You can please? get back. Well, I want to go to the, the, the male dancers first. <laughs> right, right. Okay. The capoeira. <laughs> you always spoil it. I know. Well, you're tantalising, George. You know, what you <laughs> what you wait for, you appreciate more. Uh, the capoeira, which is this Brazilian mix of dance and martial art. Yeah. And it evolved from a form of self-defence by the African slaves against the slave owners. So obviously it was something that was suppressed and banned, but it morphed into this very fluid and compelling acrobatic type motion. And again, you can participate if you want to make a show of yourself for those dancers. But this is in the street, like, yeah? In the street, in a lot of cities in Brazil, but the true home of it is this Bahia region, which is where Salvador is the capital of. It is also, by the way, the Brazilians will tell you, the place to go for Carnival, not Rio de Janeiro Oh, we know that. See, when you said you weren't going to Rio, I said, shoot, Kenny isn't going to talk about Carnival. Well, Carnival in Salvador, because of its musical heritage, and because of that energy and that tropical feel, in Brazil, they marvel at Salvador's Carnival and it runs for a week. And in fact, if you're there at any time in the two months beforehand, you're going to see more and more performances as people train for it. And right. the two, girls, two the million. Girls, okay, the right. girls. Can I just tell you something about yes. the girls yes. for a minute? Okay. Right? Yes. No, this is true now. I'm serious. Right. I went to Argentina, mm. right, for rugby. The shady lady from Argentina. Do you remember <laughs> yeah, that? Yes, Minister. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, I went to Argentina, yes. right, for the, there was an Ireland tour, mm. and I went there a second time for the World Under-20s Rugby Cup, yes. right? George, really not very smart, thought Argentina and Brazil were the same. Okay, right. right. Okay. I'm sure they disabused <laughs> you of that notion. But, like, the Argentinians, A, they speak Spanish mm. as opposed to Portuguese. Yeah. But they're completely different. Yes, completely. Well, I mean, Brazil has this ethnic mix. You know what I mean? It, yeah. it is a melting pot in its own right. So, therefore, uh, you are going to have, just, just to say, a range of appearances, men and women. But, George... The beaches, the girls. they're they're worth. <laughs> I am now merely kind of tailoring this to you. I'm not judging the country in such shallow terms. Uh, the bikinis are known as fio dental, dental, fio dental, dental floss bikini. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Kenny, you're great. Uh, all right, okay. Uh, on the dental other end, on the, oh, o- on the other end, of the, scale, the candomblé. Is, the Candomblé. You can also find it in a place called Cachoeira uh, to the west. I find those Portuguese words difficult to pronounce. Uh, but Candomblé is an African-influenced religious cult yeah. that you will actually see being performed. You go along to the ceremonies. You can't go to the animal sacrifice bit at the start. That's only for the actual devotees. But women chanting and dressed in their lace hoop suits and skirts, men drumming, and the women then dance till they enter a trance-like oh, yeah? state as part of this performance. And you've so very, seen this, haven't you? Yeah, you have. I mean, literally, you can go along to what are, I suppose, to an extent performances and you have to take You're like it going, It's trust. like going to mass but it's just a bit different. A, right? li- a little bit different. Oh, by the way, 
if you want the height, if you're not there for Carnival, and obviously Carnival is savagely expensive in any part of uh, the major cities of Brazil. So just remind me, Carnival is before Lent yeah, or after Lent? Yeah, Lent. That's yeah, it. Yeah. It's the beginning of Lent, so it's, it's, uh, we're going into 40 days and 40 Absolutely, nights. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, so we have a Carnival. We have a Carnival. Is the idea. Got but it. week in, week out, you have Blessed Tuesday, Terça de Bensao, in Salvador and basically the parishioners of the St. Francis of Assisi Church give out bread and donations to the poor and then every Tuesday yeah and after their mass and all the other masses for reasons best known they decide let's have a party set up tables stalls food the music will be performing and then Oladum that band who performed with Paul Simon play their weekly show and other free shows this is after mass on Tuesday on a Tuesday blessed Tuesday every week Ah, of of the year and where is this this is this is in Salvador still yes so, so really, Salvador is where you're going. Absolutely, isn't it? That's, that's I, I think it's essential. I really do. I think it's got an air and an energy all of its own. We haven't even there's, there's a, a market down on the seafront. You've got the the waterfront with the lighthouse and beaches there. Very very busy beaches. No, but yeah, but you want to go some calmer beaches and some more idyllic holiday type areas. There's an island off the coast, about, I suppose, less than an hour. No, it would be about 20 minutes flight called Tinari. And there's a yeah. place called Moro de Sao Paulo there. Now, obviously, Sao Paulo is the megapolis that is Brazil's biggest city. But Moro couldn't be more different. No paved roads, all sand roads and paths on this uh, little area. And the main mode of transport here is wheelbarrow and donkey. <laughs> If you, if so you put Mrs. Kenny in the wheelbarrow and <laughs> yes, push her down yeah. to the beach. I take the donkey, she can take the wheelbarrow. No, as you land in, and you, there's a couple of airstrips, or you can come by boat, but if right. you land by the airstrip, they've got guys lined up with the wheelbarrows to take your luggage and walk you down <laughs> to, right, your, your uh, to your Not accommodation. No, if you, have, if you have your precious goods, the donkey is rolled out or whatever. And actually one of my best travel experiences was when we were leaving Morrow lying on the beach beside the airstrip, having just come out from my last swim. The wheelbarrow had taken all the stuff and boarding the plane just in my swimming trunks and towel thrown around the shoulders to get back to Salvador. (laughs) I have to say, I came home by Aer Lingus from Boston. I don't think they would have appreciated (laughs) me in my swimming trunks and towel. I mean, Singapore Airport has the swimming pools you can go to between times, but that was a unique experience. This is a hugely popular beach destination for Brazilians. A busy, bustling little main town. Uh, They call it Broadway, the main street, along through shopping bars and restaurants. The four beaches are helpfully known as First Beach, Second Beach, Third Beach and Fourth Beach. Now this is Morro de Sao Paulo. Morro de Sao Paulo and any number, really lovely calm waters. And you would fly from Salvador, From Salvador or you can get a two and a half hour boat uh, which comes into the main uh, dock there. You're met by a fortress gate and fort ruins and any number of trips. But you had mentioned Recife. Is that in the same neck of the woods? Recife is as well. And Recife is the major city in the in the Pernambuco province. It's about three million people. So it's quite a bustling city and it's got a good nightlife and culture in its own right. But it's actually some of the things that are a little bit around it. We haven't really mentioned Catholicism uh, yet, which obviously is uh, strong in Brazil. Uh, Nova Jerusalem. Now, there's a bit of a distance from Recife. But if you're there at the end of Lent, in the 10 days leading up to Easter, you will have 500 actors and extras on a stage that is 12 football pitches long for the the Passion, 
yeah. uh, and the tall towers and thick walls that are built resemble old Jerusalem. Sorry, can I just stop you because I was trying to remember, isn't there a German town where they, a local fella carries the cross? And There's every, a few of those in, in, in different cities. So there may well I be in, was in Germany, I know the Philippines and places like that as yeah, well. Damien, uh, although they do dental floss bikinis <laughs> in Brazil, he says, he never saw a woman topless as he would in Europe. Went to the wrong beaches. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Mrs. Kenny, you're the most. You're the most <laughs> um, I also uh, want to point to some, some beach. Sorry, some beaches around Recife, uh, the Porto de Galinhas, uh, which is a reference to the fact that after slavery was banned in the late 19th century, they kept it going, and Galinhas means chickens, and that was the code word they used. Plus the conditions in which they were transported oh, course, in, but yeah. some beautiful beaches along here, quite a chill pace, and you can get trips on yangadas, which are these one-sail fishing rafts which ply the coast. Uh, also popular for surfing around. Now you, you were talking about some new airport which would open up a whole kind of beaches for you. Do you know this? This, yeah. Now I didn't get there because it is was so remote, and it was a six-seven hour, and still is for most people a six-seven hour road trip from Fortaleza, a place called Hieri Quaqua. And I know I'm pronouncing that wrong in some ways, right. it starts with a J. The new airport has just opened. So now you do have flights, uh, I think, from Fortaleza. But these are all what the Americans call puddle jumpers. So there are six or eight seaters. Yes, so they would primarily yeah. be. Um, this is a small fishing village that up to about 20 years ago was still a secluded fishing village. No roads, no electricity, no phone, no TVs. There's still no street lighting, but that's part of the protected measures for this area. It is a mecca for windsurfing, kitesurfing, but it's also got these absolutely stunning sand dunes that just pile up to a height, dominate the town. It is a slow-paced, relaxed mood. You're going to get there, say, mostly by 4x4 or dune buggy to get through all of these dunes. One of the things you haven't mentioned, because you're remarkably upbeat, I have mm. to say, about Northeast yeah. Brazil, are there not about 57 different kinds of creepy crawlies who are going to kill not you? Not something, no. And and on Morrow, on the island, we stayed in a little uh, building with a kind of attached roof. So there would be rustles. Um, but, yeah. uh, you know, we, we convinced ourselves it was lizards rather than anything <laughs> larger. Um, but no, it wouldn't be something I would particularly have noted it. Four. Now, obviously, you've got rainforest and in some areas you have the uh, Atlantic coast rainforest as well. But I wouldn't have kind of right. noted it for specifically. But this uh, is a uh, Yeri Kwakwara. You've got the sunset dune, uh, which the daily ritual is everyone who's staying there goes up to the top of this dune as the sun hits it and sends a golden colour across it. And because of the lack of lighting, the night sky is absolutely All right, hold a minute now. Yeah. Jammy was in Sao Paulo two weeks ago. Nice place, air pollution bad, smell, and, smell of sewage from the river very bad. He then went down to Rio for five days. Mm. Oh my God, Jammy says. What an amazing place. It really is. And as I say, I think it deserves attention all of its own. Well, now, Ed says everybody I've ever met who's been to Brazil was mugged within hours of arriving. No, not. And we travelled. We were there for about three weeks. But you have led a charmed life. (laughs) Well, look, you do have to be sensible of these places, right? If you've got rings, leave them in the jewellers before you go on holidays and get them cleaned. They do that all the time, I'm told. If you've got a decent camera, just get a plastic bag from the local supermarket and carry around in that rather than your expensive uh, camera bag. There are 
if you like, the smart precautions you can take. Don't be ostentatious. This is a country with enormous differences in wealth. Okay, now getting there mm. is interesting. Mick says you can fly direct to Fortaleza uh, from Europe, tap from Lisbon, mm-hmm. TAP. Yeah, tap air, yeah, but yeah. not as cheap as they should be, I think. All right, yeah. seven hours only. Mm-hmm. Condor from Frankfurt, nine hours. And Mary. Diana from Milan, Niners, so yeah. no need to go through Rio or Sao Paulo. As I say, there are direct options. If you look up, for example, like the September, October, which is, you know, really good time of year. In fact, right through, I suppose, outside of June to September, uh, any time is, is a very good time to go. But there, I find certainly it's hard to get a good fare, even with those options. Is it? Yeah. Uh, now, when you say a good fare, you're talking 800 bucks. Right? Yeah, you would like to see a seven at the start of it if you cut it off, but it's very rare. In fact, the, the only looking up well, the current fares before I came into you, um, the only option that gave me a number starting with six flew me to Amsterdam and Madrid before I even left the continent of Europe. So it was uh, that kind of... Con- you know the way the airlines sometimes give you those convoluted, convoluted options? Yeah, yeah. See, I'm a creature of habit. Mm. Like, if I'm going anywhere... Uh, in the American continent from Alaska yes. to uh, the, the Florida, one, so the Key, the, key no, West. No, no, no. Yeah. From Alaska to the very tip of South America. Right? Oh, Tierra del Fuego. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That yeah. stuff. Yeah. I fly first Aer Lingus to okay. New York <laughs> right, okay. and then I work from there. We're going to just take a little flight a little bit, an hour off the coast as well to a place called Fernando de Noronha. Now, we are into blowout territory here. This what is, does blowout mean? This is mean expenses to get there, a bit expensive to stay there. It's the first marine national park in Brazil. The development is severely restricted and so obviously the high demand leads to high accommodation costs but you're going to get some of Brazil's most picturesque beaches out here from the surf to the more tranquil including a beach called Baia do Sancho and you access it via iron ladders bolted into 100 foot high sheer cliffs and you know, you're there and you're it, okay, it, 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 it's wrapping. Sorry, what about holidays for me, Kenny? <laughs> right. I mean, <laughs> I, I get fed up with you coming in here. I've given you the dental floss, <laughs> right? Okay. I mean, I'm not going to be climbing up iron ladders and cliffs. Well, they've got this lovely reddish hue to the sand, the red cliffs, and then the perfect blue right. waters. Now, it's considered one of the best diving destinations in the entire world with the temperature. Diving as in... As, uh, in, as in scuba diving. Yeah. Uh, I'm a keen scuba diver now. Really? Aren't yeah. You? Well, you're talking 28 centigrade water and visibility of 30 metres and any number of large uh, sea I megaphone. have... I, there's a thing called a paddy. Paddy. P-A-D-I. I have the open water. Yes. Yeah. 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 Now... Shan, I think it's pronounced, um, S-I-A-N, in mm-hmm. Limerick. She's a skinny, pale Irish girl, spent mm-hmm. three months in Salvador, wasn't mugged once. Mm-hmm. And she's saying uh, to Ed, really, who said everybody yes. ever knew <laughs> right, got mugged, yes. she said they must be a bit short on awareness. Right. Which and is your point. It is, it is. And look... There is a high crime rate there. So you don't like to mislead people. But there's this a is high crime rate, in t- uh, crime rate in Times Square. Yeah, exactly. Although probably higher in some of the Brazilian <laughs> cities, to be fair. The ultimate highlight in this Fernando de Noronha, by the way, isn't the swimming. It is looking out at Dolphin Bay, Bayadas Galfinos, at sunrise in dry season. Up to 1,200 dolphins will be jumping and spinning in front of you. Now, this is expensive, though. It is, it is. But if you go up to Salvador, where you were living with the thatched roof <laughs> yes. and the lizards in right. the roof. Well, that was Morrow, but Salvador, but is I that think, fairly cheap? I think Salvador, for the quality of the accommodation you are getting, it's absolutely stunning. It is stunning, 
beautifully maintained homes uh, with this amazing cultural lifestyle and landscape just at your doorstep. Now, are you a beach guy like? Do you, Mrs. Kenny, walk down to the beach yes. with your towel over your arm and yes. do that? Absolutely, yeah. And we'll stroll. And, and that's what's great here is because the beaches go on forever. And again, in any of the places I've mentioned Not around the coast. huge numbers of people. Uh, Salvador would be. The Barra right. area there is extremely busy. Anywhere else, you will be able to find your space. Because, I mean, Brazil is just thousands of All miles right. of wonderful we're, beaches. We're, we're a couple of minutes away from, mm-hmm. uh, from lunchtime. Yes. So will you send me off to my launch in a solid frame of mind? Yes. Is it true like that when Barry Manilow is singing or uh, the girl from Ipanema? It was yes. Stan Getty on yeah. saxophone, yeah. wasn't it? Yes, absolutely. Right. Like, are there these incredible girls just walking up and yeah. down the beach? Is that true? It is. I, I will briefly go to Rio. I remember being in a bar in Leblon Beach, which is actually the one end of Ipanema. Yeah. And I genuinely thought I had been incorrectly let into a supermodel convention. It was. You thought you died goddamn. <laughs> that is another interpretation <laughs> of it. It was extraordinary. But I th- what I love about Brazil's beaches is it's all human life. OK, so like not everyone is perfectly sculpted and not everybody has had all of that plastic surgery either. Um, but if you go to the, this was called Bard Hotel on right. Leblon. So would you finally say mm. this is where I go before I die? Yeah, I have often said it is where if I had a day to go and I could be dropped anywhere. That's where we go. Well, you can't get a better recommendation uh, than that. Uh, all right. My guest, as always, Barry Kenny, Tuesday Travel. He'll be back next week with uh, more places that he and Mrs. Kenny have investigated in their extraordinary traveling marriage. Um, Mrs. Kenny knows about all these places, does she? She has been there, yes. yes. She knows about these girls on the beach and all she, that. I have no idea what she observed, but I know what I did. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Chama Creep is next but from me and all the team and uh, Michael Quilligan I was ready to play the girl from an Ipanema if I'd have given him a chance with Stan Getz and what was the woman's name? The girl from Ipanema never had a name. No but there was a woman used to sing it. Everybody used to sing it at some stage. Well anyway we had Alex Russo, Kira Courtney with the researchers, Maggie Doyle produced the show today and the aforesaid Michael Quilligan kept the sound bells ringing.